The Naked Truth, Solo Shooter. This week, we will be uncovering the truth behind the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. Even after 50 years has passed since the assassination of MLK, the truth behind what really happened still remains concealed in controversy. About a month before MLK was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee, an accident occurred between two garbage collectors when they were crushed to death by a malfunctioning truck on February 1st, 1968. There were many frustrated city civilians that were upset by the long neglect and abuse of black workers, which eventually led to the strike of 1,300 black men from the Memphis Department of Public Works, led by the union organizer, can I led by the union organizer T.O. Jones and supported by the president of the American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees, Jerry Worth, the workers continued to urge change to better the safety standards and wage of the hard-working men. Martin Luther King heard of the strike and what happened to the two workers and headed to Memphis to join the strike and help the mistreated workers. On April 4, 1968, Martin Luther King was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee, after finishing his speech at the Mem Mason Temple Church. He stood on the second floor balcony of the Lauren Motel when a sniper's bullet sh um, striked him in the neck at 6.05 p.m. Um, and J James Earl Ray was apprehended by authorities on June 8th after he was seen running with a bundle from a boarding house near the motel by witnesses. On March 10, 1969, Ray was sentenced to 99 years in prison after pleading guilty to MLK's murder. This event fueled the rage and distrust of African Americans across the nation, but also prompted for an equal housing bill to be passed faster. King was, an, was a dedicated Baptist minister and social activist best known for his I Have a Dream speech. He was born on January 15, 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia to Martin Luther King Sr. and Alberta Williams King. Today we have A.J. Norton with us. He is a professor of social and cultural analysis and history at NYU, as well as a specialist in 20th century American politics, urban history, civil rights, and race. Good evening. Thank you for coming on to our podcast. Today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for inviting me. So, our first question coming from Jenna. Who was James Earl Ray and what were his motives? Right. So, uh, James' early life was a big tragedy. In uh, 1935, his family suddenly left uh, his hometown of Alton and relocated to Missouri after the police had started looking for Ray's father. So it wasn't just Ray who was into crimes, it was also his father that was into it. Uh, he enlisted into the army, but he was charged with uh, drunkenness and breaking arrests and got uh, discharged for ineptness and lack of adaptability in 1948. In 1949, he left for Los Angeles, where in October of that year, police arrested him for robbing a cafe. He was sentenced to 90 days in prison, but the lockup did little to reform him. And over the next several years, he was embarked on a number of small crimes, serving for various jail times. The most serious of those came in 1959, when Ray, on parole for an earlier theft, 
brought two St. Louis grocery stores, as well as another in Alton. In March 1960, Ray started a 20-year sentence for all those crimes. So, by the, when he was uh, suspected to kill Martin Luther King, he should have actually been in jail. So, before that, he actually escaped from jail. Yeah. And uh, now it is believed that he was actually maybe helped by the FBI to escape from jail and set up for that. So, yeah. After James Earl Ray committed these minor crimes, what do you think led him to take the decision of assassinating MLK, or what really happened? So, if he did assassinate MLK uh, it, solely, it it would be believed that it was just a just him being racist and wanting to kill just kill a civil rights leader. And just out of the anger that he had but there was no real signs of him ever being a racist up until then and it was very suspicious that he had escaped from jail so it was believed uh, a conspiracy is that he may have had help from the FBI or some other group to kill MLK as well or that he may have even been set up for it there's still many controversies about who really killed King right but um, what is your stand on what took place at the Royal Motel? So I believe uh, that Ray was not actually the person uh, who assassinated MLK. I really stand with um, the social activist William Pepper and what he he worked alongside MLK and has been fighting for this conspiracy for the past 40 years. Uh, and he also has participated in many mock trials uh, to see whether Ray was guilty or not, and every time uh, the jury ruled that uh, Ray was not guilty, so he finally filed a civil suit that found the government liable for MLK's death. Uh, what this also shows is that J. Edgar Hoover was behind it all and how he used his assistant Clyde Tolson to deliver money to people in the underworld, and including a sharpshooter which was the person that actually fired the fatal shot. Uh, and William Pepper to this day is still working hard to uncover what the government is hiding, as this seems to be a big government hide-up. And the SCLC has given him much appreciation. Uh, and But now it's believed by many, including MLK's family, that Ray was truly not the killer. And so after 50 years, the King assassination seems destined to remain in controversy, the subject of an infinite debate um, over um, if, like, whether Ray was the true um, mastermind behind all of this, and um, whether he was inspired by racism, he was forced to. There, uh, we still don't know, and it seems that this controversy will stay fully clothed.